You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is, is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive. She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? What's up, visual listeners? This week, we are talking about the Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary announcements. Dragon's Dogma is actually getting a sequel. And will you be spending $70 on The Last of Us Part 1? This is the Replayer Podcast. Do, do, do. Welcome, welcome to the show that once was about retro replay, but is now about video games and the people who love them. I'm your host, Dan Morris, aka Sarky Vash. With me is Huggy Bear himself, Louis Reza. Hi. <laughs> Hugs. The GM's there's a lot of hugging stuff in some. I don't know how you feel about that, Erica. The GM's Erica Onduin. That works. That's yeah, a new like one. That? Like that? It's a new one. I think I, I might that. like it. I'll have to think about it. All right, I'll let you process it for a little I'll bit. I'll process it. And Good the idea. ever classic pocket ninja herself, Maria. Kinnan. Hey, Dapper Dan. Hey, everybody. Dapper. Dapper. I, I, do I need to like get some like hair? Yeah, you Dapper Dan, man. <laughs> like, I get yep. to just some good hair product styling. I, I got some. I've got some hair products. I, but my hair is finicky. As you can tell, I've got a little bit of a puffball going on right now. A little bit. Start That's why I wear hats. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah. I to get lazy. That's what we do. Uh, before we get into this week's topics, I want to take a moment to just thank everyone out there for everyone's support. Thank you for following the podcast. Thank you for everything you've done. All those who've stuck with us throughout the years, uh, especially now with us changing and transitioning with some new things we're working on. And the inevitable new show that's in the works. So uh, thank you all so much for that. And checking out us out on couchsoup.com, where you can read unfiltered pop culture articles, and you can listen to our show. But you can also listen to our show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And please, we would really appreciate it if you went ahead and followed the podcast on Twitter, as well as our other respective social pages, because it would really help show us uh, how much we it means to you it, it helps support the channel and it makes all the future projects and plans even better so please and thank you do that <laughs> do that all right now. so as i said at the top of the show tonight's discussion is going to be about final fantasy 7 remake <laughs> and all the announcements that came from the 25th anniversary celebration the finally announced dragon's dogma 2 which, You're you excited about that. It's amazing. Yeah, I kind of lost my shit watching that preview. <laughs> but before we get into that, will you spend $70 on The Last of Us Part 1? Yes. Remake. No. I, I might have already. <laughs> you might? What, you pre-ordered already? <laughs> Maybe. Did you get the Firefly Edition? It was sold out by the time I went to buy it. It was sold it. out. It was, sold out. It, was out. it was gone. I was yeah. so mad. 
Yeah, so it was one, pretty fast. I wasn't it like hundred dollars like, as well? Yeah. Fly fly yeah. Yeah. It was hundred dollars. So I hope like within the next couple, like like a month or two before it comes out, like hey, we happen to have a few more spots. What I don't get is of that hundred dollar edition. This is completely off book right now. It had a bunch of DLC for pre, like early access to stuff that you can get by playing the game, anyways. Which yeah, I think so, is so it's early access. But I hate that kind of stuff. Like you're gonna charge me extra money for something I can get anyways. That's uh, true. That is true. I but... just I just want it. All right. So let me let me get us started off with uh you know, as we know, a few weeks ago at the Summer Game Fest, it was revealed that Naughty Dog was working on a, a release of the remake for The Last of Us Part One. Uh, and then it was built from the ground up for the PS5 to include advanced visual fidelity, uh, integrated dual sense controller features. And they also say that it's going to have an overall ex uh, overhauled experience for gameplay controls and new accessibility options. The package is going to include the left behind DLC, and it was set to be available in September for the said $70. But that's again is that worth $70? And this is where I want to get the discussion kicked off. And I'm going to start with Louie. What do you think, Louie? My mic didn't cut off. I just don't want to answer. I was going to say, <laughs> if you're doing a bit. Don't make that joke on a podcast, Louie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, yeah. You, uh, visual for those visual listeners. listeners. You know, my, yeah, exactly. Trickster. So, um... <laughs> somebody is on the fence <laughs> you know yeah, all right all right like me personally i'm probably eventually gonna get it i like i, I don't really see why everyone gets all pissed off if you don't want to spend 70 bucks wait go play the one that you already have because you probably already have it if you're pissed off about it coming back out for 70 bucks you more than likely have it already so just play that one until you are ready to play the updated if you ever want to. Most of the people that are complaining about it just don't get it. <laughs> it's that simple. It's like it's, they, we talked about this, like with the uh, the um, Ghostbusters movie when, with, the, with the women. Don't watch it. You don't have to <laughs> spend money. You don't want to spend. Don't just it exists. Go to the one that exists already, and it's fine. Um, I eventually am probably going to do it just so I can have the, the comparison because I, I'm, I'm like that. I want to personally know what the differences would be, but I'm also going to have my friends tell me all of that beforehand anyway. Uh, I, I bought uh, Final Fantasy Remake uh, on the computer because my PlayStation broke and I had to get that bitch for 70 bucks anyway. Pissed me off, to be honest, but I didn't mind that it also came with Integrate, uh, which I had to wait on the PS5 if I was going to get it on my playstation there was extra stuff that came with it so i mean you know you kind of weigh out the options do you want to just hold on to the original do you want the upgrade is it worth it to you not is it worth it to everybody because you can't speak for everyone so to ask me who loves the last of us yes i'm eventually going to get it i don't know when but it, it sounds cool to me because kind of like how stories work the people that weren't born when it was there now we're going to be able to play it so give them a chance well i mean you can still play it the playstation 4 version works on the playstation 5. that's true yeah, I've but actually... it's not gonna look as nice i think Maybe. it's true that's why that's why i stopped i mean look at the comparisons it's insane oh, but sure. um 
I that's the reason because like I'm playing it through again and I heard this was coming out and I was like I'm gonna stop playing it right now because there's some stuff I kind of forgot it happened and just kind of like re-experiencing it and I'm like why don't I just re-experience it at like this insanely beautiful quality of course like I'm gonna buy it because I love The Last of Us and to me it's worth it and we all like we all kind of knew video games were going in that $70 direction I can see why uh, like most of us that's kind been of that's been in the talks though since the xbox one and ps4 and, launch though and, and yet sony here it is that's pushing it sony's the one that's pushing it though well and i can see money. why yeah they need like all of they this need money they're like, broke <laughs> they're so broke guys they have they a go fund me or movies or tv shows or tvs or <laughs> yeah, they have no other industry but selling these scrappy little video games that are just struggling they are they're struggling so hard. Go visit their GoFundMe. Don't I mean they had to cave and release a Game Pass style service because they just couldn't they weren't selling enough video games. They weren't making enough money. Okay, the Game Pass thing totally sucks on PlayStation, but that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but but I'm excited for it. I'll pay for it. Cause that's who I am. I'm a sucker. But answer the question is it worth $70? I would think so. Just because of looking at the comparison, especially between the original and this, it does look exactly like a complete remake. It looks like The Last of Us Part 2. And not only that, but I must like I've I need to look more into this, but like the amount of resources and people it takes to do something like that seems monumental. And the reason I they're making this such a big thing is because of the TV show. Sure. The, HBO TV show. So as soon as these people see that show and they're like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, it's based off of a video game. Oh, maybe I yeah. should look into it. Why not have the most beautiful, well put together, updated thing for this new person to come into to see, wow, this is gorgeous. Oh my gosh, look at all these details. And they're like, oh, this has mm -hmm. gone through a, a remaster and an original. I wonder what the original looks like. And they're like, holy crap this is incredible so it brings in a bunch of new new players to experience the best of the best that's fair i think that's a, a good point to make too especially with the launch of the show mm -hmm. and it's actually i was going to mention too like brian altano of ign wrote his article about the game being worth 70 dollars as well and he hits on that point too he mentions mm -hmm. that you know the hbo show has this potential to bring a bunch of new people into the franchise and what better way to do it than with a bright new shiny version mm -hmm. of the game instead of telling people to go back and play the ps3 version or the remastered for ps4 mm -hmm. so yeah exactly. that definitely makes sense did you yeah. have other thoughts maria i don't think it's warranted a full <laughs> price 70 dollars for the game i mean it's not a remake it's half a half a polished game you know like you you pay $70 for a, a, a game that has a new story, new characters, a fully developed brand new game. The Last of Us, it's not a new game. It's not a remake. So it doesn't seem to warrant paying a full price visual $70. Remake. Yeah, it's a visual remake, but it's a, a, an already amazing looking game that's just been polished. And, you know, they were, the, the, they were going to make a remake of um, Uncharted 1. That was the first mm -hmm. one they were going to do. They were going to polish it up. They were going to optimize it for PlayStation 5. The reason why they didn't do it is because it was too much work. So they went for The Last of Us because it wasn't as much work. 
but they're still asking $70 for a game that hasn't been fully optimized. It's, it's already a perfect, beautiful looking game. And I'm not against it. If you don't want to buy it, then don't buy it. But I would probably wait for it to come out lower. Um, I just don't think it warrants the $70 price tag for something that's not a brand new game. I can agree with and that, And it's incomplete, though. in my opinion, because it doesn't have multiplayer. Yeah. Not everybody's into multiplayer, but I get that. Yeah, but, but it's like... still part of the original game. Even the PS4 remaster has the multiplayer. That's true, it does. But I do agree with the $70 price tag. I think like they absolutely are pushing it with expecting all these new people to come in. They're like, oh, they've never played the game before. They're going to get the nice and shiny. Make it expensive. It's all about yeah. money at that point, and that's totally fine. I would buy it for 50 bucks again. I think it's more like a... $49.99 kind of thing, not a $70. I was going to say, I but... think I would have been happier if it was $50. $50, yeah. and I would have been like, all right, yeah, you know, it's it's an, it's an old game, but it's been updated. Mm -hmm. It's got some new visuals. I appreciate that. It's going to have mechanics from, like, The Last of Us 2, which are amazing. The Last of Us 2 has some of the best gameplay mechanics I've ever experienced. So, yeah, okay, 50 bucks, cool. Or what I would like to see, and I'm hoping is it goes into the PlayStation Plus. I know it's not gonna. I was thinking I about that because I was like, like this time next year or in the next two years, it's gonna be there because there's a bunch but of stuff there that nobody expected to Sony be Sony should be to comp be comparable to what Microsoft is doing because Microsoft's putting all their day one releases in the Game Pass on day yep. one. Yes. Sony should do a little bit of that at least. So I agree. I, I would I'm be a, happier little... if The Last of Us Part 1 comes into the PlayStation Plus service and I can play it day one because I'm paying you a massive chunk for a monthly subscription oh, to play games. a year or something? It's 130? Depending on the tier, like the one to be able to play those premium games, I believe is the $15 a month. I don't think I'm actually $18. on any of the PlayStation like pass stuff. I am. I, think I, got, it's re -rolled. Just... I got rolled into it because I have Plus and uh now so i got rolled yeah, into I oh i didn't have plus. now yeah. interesting louis you were gonna louis? say something i kind of miss the old days when there was this thing that you can do that was called purchase you get the little barcode on your game you put it online and then it's like oh by the way here's the dlc that's only free for people who bought it at a certain time and once you put it in there it shows that you did that I used to hate I, that. Now, I love that. Now, yeah, I used to hate that because I was like, I don't want to have to do all this work. Now that's so more can... of like a pre-order thing. And if you yeah. pre-order, you can get a couple of these like real cool things, but it's mostly cosmetics. But, but what I'm getting at is imagine if you can prove a purchase for the remaster and instead of paying the full 70, you just pay 20 bucks. That way I mean, that's what they've done now stuff. with Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding. Like they, well, Ghost of Tsushima so, was another yeah. you paid to upgrade. Oh. Um, but that's another thing. That's another counterpoint. Xbox. If this was an Xbox game, you would just get the new version. It would just be there. You would just mm -hmm. auto. It'd be smart delivered. That's yeah. what they do. They smart deliver the best version of the game. It's not an they upgrade. Did, um... They did the optimization for Uncharted 4 and they 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 didn't change the game, but they did like the polish up and they did the frame rate and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was like $10 and you get a movie ticket and you're like, all right. That's the only reason I did it. Because like, well, I'm going to go see the movie anyways. Might as well get a yeah, free know, movie yeah, ticket. Right? Yeah. See, but Dan, again, like now you're talking about a global machine like Microsoft going up against little 
tiny that little small scrappy they're just they're just a little, little indie developer owned. leave them alone we'll go family owned sony pictures sorry not sony pictures sony uh oh, here's, no, not, not industries so probably i don't know anything Here's a thought, too, because we're going to roll into the next part of the conversation here soon, and that is I want to put up a mirror of The Last of Us Part 1 to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Look at how insane the Final Fantasy VII Remake is. I have never played Final that Fantasy. That is the most but... worth $70 game in the world. But it looks That's a remake. so pretty. That's a remake. Yeah. That's a remake. a remake. A remake is you remade the game. Yeah. So it's like so. For example, what if you makes make a, a remake? If, if you make a cake <laughs> and you just scrape the icing off and put better icing on top of it, you haven't remade the cake. So you know, <laughs> I have a question. Do you think they called it remake because they've already done a remaster? Like, what else would you name it at that point if they've already a cash got? Grab? This is a semantics thing, and I've gotten into this before on previous shows. Because a remaster is the original base game polished yep. up and added new features which is exactly a what they've already done is when you build the game from the ground up with all new everything remade it. so what should they call this next because they shouldn't call so. it a remaster, remaster again like, yeah but that doesn't sound as appealing of course no, it doesn't. Now, now, now you're jumping into kingdom hearts territory okay yeah they 2. are the 5. ones with the 2.3 2.7d and the fourth to the second power yeah okay now is your guys <laughs> job to convince me to play final fantasy because i've never played all right so convince me um i'm not so big on final fantasy <laughs> Do we? as he pulls out the main <laughs> characters for erica so that our visual listeners know what louis is doing holding a buster sword I, I like it. okay so before i don't want to move into final fantasy just yet okay but that was that's, if you look at the thumbnail for this episode, I put Joel next to Tifa from those games. Now, again, this is a, one of the parts of this conversation is The Last of Us is only nine years old. Is it old enough to be remade? I think yeah. it can be. I think it could be. But I don't think they did it to the scale of what I consider to be a remake, especially in contrast to like Capcom. Look at Capcom and the way they remake their games. They completely yeah. overhaul. They, they, there's entire new areas of the game. There's completely new elements. How much of the Last of Us remake is going to have that? I don't think it's going to have nearly as much because, like, I just yeah. My fear is with the Last of Us is I'm going to play through it, and once I get past the initial, look how shiny it is. It's just the same. It's game. the same game. Yeah. Oh, like they changed this puzzle to have a thing where I throw a wire over a thing yeah. so I can pull myself up there like you do in the Last of Us Two. Yeah. Naughty dog yellow. You can go Follow prone, maybe. I don't know if they're going to let you be prone because that changes the entire level design yeah. to be able to go prone. But at least well, it'd be a that, remake. That's that's <laughs> another... You're, you're bringing up a good point to counter your own point at this point, <laughs> which is we don't know yet. We, ha we haven't played it. We don't know anything. It's like getting mad at... You know, like, did you see what they're getting for the next Batman? Oh my gosh! And was... like, people with Lord of the Rings right now, and they're like, "Oh, I hate this and this." And I'm like, "Stop saying that you hate you something if you haven't seen, seen it. it." Yeah, right. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going more off the initial impressions of like when I saw the trailer for Resident Evil 2 remake, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like everything looks so different and new, and like all this new angles, and you can see the police station for what it is. Whereas The Last of Us, I'm like, I'm looking at The Last of Us PlayStation 3. 
I thought it looked exactly the same until I looked at comparison shots. That's a a very good point, and I'm going to validate that point, but I'm also going to invalidate that point. Sure. So first, the validation. Um, When they are using their own previous footage to show the comparison, it might be a remake or a a remaster. Sorry. But... But again, I keep talking about my favorite personally, which was uh, the first one. In my opinion, the first actual remake was Kingdom Hearts. And that's because they got the base game, they polished it up, and then they added Hold a on. bunch of No, I'm going to cut you off on that, Louis, because what about Resident Evil's remake? The original GameCube, they rebuilt all of Resident Evil from the ground up. And that's when I play fair. Kingdom Hearts, when I play Kingdom Hearts, I can't tell the difference. I've played the original on PS2. And I've played the new like 1.5 version, and it seems like the same game to me. I could not tell the difference. The new levels, the new bosses, the new items, but it's still the new keyblades, the new. All I'm saying is, to me, that was that's the just basis. more features. That's just yeah, more. But that's what I'm saying. That's what the basis was for me. That was the first time I personally saw a okay. game that actually added a whole bunch of new stuff and completely over overhauled like like different characters. But you're right about the Resident Evil one. But the only reason I don't consider that a remake. Is because it was more, in my opinion, uh, <clears throat> a reboot. I feel so? like that one was completely rebooted. How? It wasn't the same mansion. It was yes, essentially it was. the same story. I mean, the same name, but it wasn't like... But the mansion had almost identical layouts. You hit the same story no. beats. It was the same characters. They added new areas. They added new elements. But the core mansion itself was more or less the same. To me, that's like saying that the Suicide Squad is the same as Suicide Squad. No. <laughs> no. One of them is great. The other is pretty good. Oh, no. <laughs> I think Suicide the remake of Resident Evil is amazing. And the original Resident Evil is kind of dog shit, especially in retrospective now. In retrospect, yeah. That's but what I'm saying. They still have the core game is in there. If you watch yeah. the Suicide Squad and then you watch Suicide Squad, there are no similarities between those movies. If you're using right, that as a... Characters and... Just, just characters though but 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 what i'm getting at is it's i don't consider it a remake because it didn't feel like a remake to me i consider it a reboot i know it's a remake and that's fine and you're right i, I fucked up on that part but i just say that wasn't even like i don't they're not the same they are not the same you say that it's the same layout <laughs> no it's not there's three stories as opposed to the two stories there's this uh different place where you're going down this corridor as opposed to that corridor more or less is the same, but it was completely one million percent different. Personally, on my perspective, that's why I say that my my the one that I thought was like this is how you remake. Again. Okay, so this is what this is coming down to, Louis. Not, I'm sorry, not to cut you off, but I do want to move on. The, the core, what this is boiling down to, is you and I have very different opinions on what a remake is. Yeah, yeah. So that's I, I that's thought, that. I thought that you was and I have different mental it's a bit casually images. Fun to listen to. That'd be a good question for for the chat. Uh, what's <laughs> what do you def- what's your definition of a reboot and a remake? Comment yeah. comments below. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I have a question. In- what was there was a recent Final Fantasy game that came out? Fifteen. Fifteen. Is that what that was? Fifteen. Yeah. My brother-in-law was I mean, playing that was one not too long ago. Most recent mainline Final Fantasy. Didn't the first part of the Final Fantasy VII remake come out? Well, yeah. Was it? yeah. Final yeah, Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, she's talking about the newest, next Final Fantasy, oh. which is fifteen. 
16 is the one that's coming out next mm -hmm. gen. Well, this. Gen. Holy moly, are we at 16 already? Jennifer. <laughs> How does one play about. this series? You don't worry about it. They're all standalone games. They're all standalone games. Oh. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to play it them in not... order at all. <laughs> it's not the MCU of games. Why have I been stressing about that so this whole time? Each Final Fantasy <laughs> is its own Final Fantasy. It's their own world. Their own where do I get this? How do I play it? <laughs> Anyways, I want to get us moving on because anything that relates to The Last of Us usually devolves into some sort of chaos. But now I have to, a whole new beef with you, Louie, when you Try to tell oh, me no. you're thinking of what a remake is because you are. Bro, calm down, boy. Calm down. What? Moving on. The next thing I want to dip our toes in because I know it's not the biggest thing. It's important to me. So I'm going to talk about it and you're going to have to listen, deal with it. Capcom, finally, after teasing the shite out of me, revealed Dragon's Dogma 2, which thank God. Like, I've been waiting for that game for 10 years. I got really mad at Capcom when they did their showcase during the Summer Games Fest, and they said, hey, thanks for celebrating 10 years of Dragon's Dogma with us. We'll see you next time. And it's like, what? It's like, Thankfully, excuse me? They came back, and they followed up with this video. that They had this really cool deep dive into Dragon's Dogma, how the game came to be, and then revealed, yes, we are developing a, sec a sequel. And I was like, I literally did like a little, ee, <laughs> which I don't really ever get that excited. So it was it was fun for me to actually get excited about something. If you've oh. never heard of Dragon's Dogma, if you've never played Dragon's Dogma, you really owe yourself if you want a good action RPG. It was the game I recommended to people when they were done with Skyrim. Go play Dragon's Dogma. It's pretty much on sale like everywhere. I got yeah, it on PlayStation for like five bucks and I got on my Switch for like three because I had some credit, but it's like 10 bucks. Yeah. So, if you guys have ever played Dragon's Dogma, if you know anything about it, I just barely started playing. Yeah. Obviously, I was actually really impressed, especially at the start, um, and watching some like beginning videos of like, "Hey, here are some suggestions." The character creation—it's great, isn't it? It is one of so the good. best I've ever experienced, and the fact that you can create. The look of your own pawn which is kind mm -hmm. of like your 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 buddy that your comes along sidekick. with you yeah I you you create them as uh, alongside of yourself so it's like playing two different characters yeah. and then picking like your i think it's vocation like yep. class i picked mage at first because that's typically what i do i'm like a healer i do mage stuff but then uh the pawn that like got assigned to me at the beginning was also a mage and did healing and i was like I kind of want to hack and slash a little bit more. So around like level 10, I decided to become like a, almost like a rogue with mm, dual wielding blades. Yeah, that one. Yeah, the, the Strider. Strider. And I was like, okay, I love this. And it was easy because I could just switch my class instead of it being like, hey, you picked a class. You can't change to like level 50. It's like you can change whenever and however you want. And I lost all my money because all my gear was mage related and I'm broke. But it, so far, it's been worth it. The story hasn't quite captured me yet, so I'm hoping it might continue. It picks to. up in the latter half of the game for sure. Okay, because it's kind of feeling lackluster, and I kind of like think about it, and I'm like, "What part of the story am I on?" I'm like, "I don't even remember." Now that being said, the one of the biggest pulls for me is more the gameplay and the action over the story. Yes, itself. the gameplay it is, is so good. Awesome. Have the you fought any big monsters yet? Um, 
tried is more the appropriate word ah. uh, right now. I'm only level 12. I came across like a, a lizard, like a giant lizard. Um, I fought one of them and it took like a couple minutes. But I was like, oh, we did it. And I go down. Was it the, like the lizard men that walk on two legs? Yes. Okay. And then I walked down a little bit farther down this river and there were like six of them. And I was like, guys, we're going, we're running, go away. <laughs> and we ran away. But um, I enjoy that I can run away from monsters. I, if they're I challenge scary. anyone who's played this game or not played this game to give it a go. Yeah. Fight a griffin, climb on a griffin, let the griffin oh. fly into the air, and you're stabbing it in the head. And then you get the music swelling, and then the griffin goes plummeting down to the earth and crash lands as it's like the music is just like, ah! and you're just like, this is the most insanely epic fantasy experience of my life i guess i should turn the music back up then the first thing i do when i really get into good. games is i turn down the music really low because i love getting the ambience of the world hmm. and i feel like i'm distracted yeah, game by does music. a pretty good job of letting the world breathe it doesn't overwhelm yeah. you with music when you're like exploring that's good maybe i'll turn it back up we'll see how it goes i'm, I'm a music guy i like music i'm not <laughs> I a music person <clears throat> have you played fact, any a game has bad music guys no, you can't do that. <laughs> have you I ever haven't. played Dragon's Dogma? No. No. I haven't. No. All right. Well. So. <laughs> anyways, just it's us. Great. I recommend playing it, and I'm only playing for a couple of life. hours. That sounds nice. Well, that's just it. Is Dragon's Dogma came out at a time that it was very easily overlooked, um, and like I said, like a lot of times I was recommending it to people who had played Skyrim and they were looking for more like mm -hmm. RPG, and I said, play Dragon's Dogma, you won't be disappointed. It has so many deep systems and mechanics that no other game has. It was one of the first games that I ever played that it mattered when you got wet. Like, if hmm. you get into water, you get... <laughs> but, um... Still going up from last night? <laughs> the, the game. The game. The, the game. game. I was playing Shit. a TTRPG. I was playing a game. Okay, we can move on now that we've explained yes, aggressively. Yes, understand. But anyways, I also love that you can fight these giant monsters. You can climb on those giant monsters. The pawn system is great. Uh, the story isn't the greatest, but then again, it's a Japanese team trying to tell you a tale that's set in like a fictional medieval setting. They do good. They do their best. They try it. They make it pretty uh, interesting. There's a lot of like intrigue and like political backstabbing and weird craziness that happens and it, if you watch the anime they kind of do a lot of that in the anime it's pretty fun i'm hoping somebody else has done this but anytime i get an option to create a second character i always make them look on my partner and so my pawn looks exactly like my husband fair so it's the two of you questing together yeah, it's <laughs> so cute. Like, no. <laughs> no i like no. to do that i make my characters look like me because it makes me feel like i'm enveloped in the game the short hair didn't look great on my character. In, else but... in, in the universe looking like me, I want to save them that pain. I'm just like super cute. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not, really so moving on. <laughs> I'm not cute, but I want my characters to look like I don't also. I, yeah. I do tend to be like... I okay, love how my characters look like me. But also like a last final thought for me going for like the new game. Obviously, it's going to be made with a much better engine behind it because i'm assuming mm -hmm. they're going to use the re engine which is phenomenal like the re engine is so good and yeah. dragon's dogma it doesn't look the greatest especially now it hasn't aged the best but it's still a really fun game good. to play it feels like a classic video game i wonder if it's going to look more like dragon age mm. 
I think they because they're both very. I'm just picturing everything I've seen in the RE engine, like Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Three, the Resident Evil Four yeah. remake. Those games are gorgeous, and I can only imagine what Dragon's Dogma Two is going to look like. And I, yeah. I, I'm really excited to see how they push that genre because Dragon's Dogma to me is still doing its own thing that most yeah. other games haven't done. Do we have any idea what the next video game coming out that is using Unreal Engine Five? I mean, lots of them. A lot of new games are using Unreal Engine 5. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what the next one is. I don't think that they're too recent, though, right? Like, nothing... Unreal Unreal Engine 5 came out not too long ago, but I bet, like, developers got it. There's a lot of games that are coming out. We're using it. They're on the uh, the Summer Game Fest. Yeah, and they pretty much said that, like, every Xbox studio moving forward is using either id Tech or Unreal Engine 5. Cool. I've been looking forward to watching stuff with unreal engine 5 it's gorgeous it's mind-blowing there was a small small tangent but there's a video and it's a train station and the lights go off and it looks it looks real and you're like yeah oh my gosh it's crazy the evolution of video games is just now give us better stories or every time I see a mod of that Matrix demo that they put out in Unreal Engine 5 and somebody yeah. mods I haven't it, seen that one. one thing in there. Oh, it's great. Look Ooh, for anything I'm gonna have to of the uh, Matrix later. Unreal 5 demo. Ridiculous. That yeah. Scary. Matrix. Anywho, let's move on to the really big thing to come out, I think, for some people at least, is the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII, which by many is considered to be one of the best JRPGs of all time. I already see Lou is getting a bit excited. Um, I personally have played a lot of Final Fantasy VII, but I never finished the original. I'm still making my way through the PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake. But we got some really interesting announcements. Remake Intricate is coming to Steam. Um, They had a bunch of Final Fantasy VII swag for sale at the Square Enix store. Some new updates for the First Soldier mobile game. And a new look at the Ever Crisis trailer, which... I honestly forgot that game was being made, and I thought it had already come out. It's like a mobile version of Final Fantasy VII, like um, the pocket edition of Final Fantasy XV, right? Essentially. But they also announced a remake of Crisis Core, and it's coming to every platform. A Final Fantasy game. Final Fantasy VII to every platform. I worry about such detailed, high-resolution games going to Switch. It probably yeah, won't do well. Yeah. Most it of the just, games that, like just... that get streamed, they don't run inherently on the software yeah. or on the hardware. Like, yeah, so I guess that would be the only benefit really for Switch because it just ooh, it just gets bad. I still can't believe, though, that they announced a Final Fantasy VII game is coming to all platforms, and then right behind it, they're like, the next Final Fantasy VII remake game, PlayStation 5 exclusive. And it's like, yeah, what? Why? what? <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, Thanks, yeah, and Louis, you know, can't play. <laughs> I can't even fucking play it. I'm good. Uh, so, <clears throat> to round it up, uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is going to be the next part two in the Final Fantasy VII Remake series. And they did say the third game will round out a now decidedly trilogy. Um, Louis, I know you're probably sitting there like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Go. Let it rip, Louis. Let it rip. Oh my god. I uh when I first saw the first uh trailer with a teaser little five second cloud, uh, I fucking cried. I'm not even I'm not even holding back on that. I, I, I full on not like bald or anything, but 
I absolutely was tearing up because it means so much to me. It's one of the stories that got me into writing, honestly. Like, I want to do novelizations. I want to do all this kind of stuff because it was so impactful to me to see a, a story that was that incredible, that huge. And even then, the translation wasn't all that great. <laughs> and it's nowhere near the level that it has come to to this day. And uh, I, I was worried because I remember hearing that they were saying it's probably going to be like five or maybe even seven Final Fantasy VII remakes coming out. Yeah. And so when they were like, oh, by the way, it's only going to be three, I'm like, huh? I get to live to see the <laughs> end again? Yeah. Like, I have my gripes with it. I'm not, you know, a remake wasn't perfect by any measure. Personally speaking, one of my favorite qualities of the original game is, uh, and Erica, if you get a chance to play this, try it. Um, notice right. how they introduce Sephiroth. And it's Sephiroth. Oh, not Roth. Everyone says Sephiroth sounds like some kind well, of creepy song. It's Sephiroth. 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 It's Latin. Uh-huh. Anyway, because <laughs> that annoys me. So anyway, I'm, I'm choking up. I can't talk. Um, like, like, Which game like is personally, this, one? this is Final Fantasy VII. This is seven. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, like, like I, I didn't like how they kind of really, really pushed leaning into uh, into Sephiroth for the first uh, the first iteration for the remake. I liked not knowing anything about this guy. They just mentioned him in passing, and then all of a sudden, everything turns toward him, which the remake decidedly didn't do at all. So I feel like you you get robbed of this really, really good. Uh, opportunity to 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 introduce such an iconic character but that being said it was still a great freaking game like we were talking about how you know remakes and reboots and all of that <laughs> that one daniel and i can agree one million percent absolute remade from the whole process from the bottom up i don't care that cloud was running around doing errands for kids it was fun all right Shut I know up. I'm questioning your logic <laughs> about the the storytelling because I feel like the Final Fantasy VII remake storytelling is a different story than the original game. I it's think I got it. I think I heard it originally. I think I think like while we were talking about it, um, I think that I originally heard that that uh, Resident Evil was a reboot when I was a kid. I think that's what I heard. So I never got it out of my head that it's a reboot. It's a reboot. It's a reboot. So now that the remake and the reboots and the remasters and the this and that and the huhs are all very categorized, it was easier for me to accept that this is a remake and to, to see it for what it was. Um, I, I really liked it, but I also understand how stories work. You know, so I, I don't mind that they changed a whole lot because now I don't know what the hell to expect, which is right. the point like, of I playing nothing a new game. From that trailer for Rebirth, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm seeing. I think <laughs> I know, but I also absolutely don't. And so I'm very excited. That's the I last see thing Aerith I ever want to see. Alive? Spoilers? I don't want to know anything else. <laughs> Stop ruining it for Erica. <laughs> <laughs> I will forget all of this. Don't worry. Okay. Let's do a let's play <laughs> playing we'll Final Fantasy play. 7. Please. It is so, oh, it is so good. It is so good. But the original. Yeah. You have to play the original, Erica. You have the, the first Final Fantasy 7? Yes. I don't know. It's, it's, a, that's a tall order. So it's a tall order. I'm still trying to make my way through the original. Still. I'll probably wait it. for the. I get lost remake. in the original hard. <laughs> like, 
don't know where I'm going. And and I could I could try and play it live so you can live vicariously through me. It it is it is I want to see someone that I know likes a lot of the same things for the same reasons that I like to experience this as an adult because as a kid, mind blown. Like okay. it, 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 I'm telling you, it's what got me into. I need to do this. I need to write stories. I need to create worlds. I need to make everything matter. Is this the one that's so exclusive good. to PS5? <clears throat> no, 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 no. Uh, Final Fantasy the remake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Final uh-huh. Fantasy VII's on everything now. The original's on everything. Okay. Yeah. So where they look like little cubes? <laughs> they do not look pretty. They're little blocks. You have to read. I have such a hard time with games like that, mainly because I didn't grow up playing video games, and so none of that just like feels natural. I I don't think that you will, honestly. It's that good. Personally speaking, and knowing you, knowing what you like, I think you're going to enjoy it. Maria, have you played any Final Fantasy games? Yes, I have. I played the. I played seven, and I played eight. Um, (laughs) so I played seven not when it first came out, but. I had a friend who was hardcore into Final Fantasy VII and I kept telling him that I've never played it. And then he brought it to school one day and gave me it and said, I need you to play this game. Oh, <laughs> so, um, it's me right now. Yeah, That was so me with Metal Gear Solid in high school. Like I was like forcing my friends yeah. to play that game. And I, it already been out a while when I played it. And so it was one of those on the big double disc, you know, cassette things. And so I took it home and it, it was great. I mean, the graphic hasn't, it hasn't aged well, but I remember it being... The world being so big and so you could explore it and everything like that. And the fact that you could get on a little motorcycle and go go down a road and everything. It was just one of these games that you'd never seen anything like it. And me and my my, my friend, because we were used to, you know, do art and stuff back then, we'd make our own little Final Fantasy worlds. We'd we'd make chocobos and we would make mm. all the little things and stuff. And so it was something you get very immersed in. So the fact that they've remade it kind of warms my heart a little bit because i'm not a big final fantasy fan but the fact that they took a game that was so they remade it and it's a remake that deserves the name of a remake because they took something that was dated and they've brought it to the new age and they've done a faithful remake and you can tell what it is you can see what it is and you know i'm just happy that they've taken these games because so many games need to be remade because they're so good but they're so dated so for me, I'm I'm not a huge Final Fantasy fan, but I respect the remake because it looks gorgeous. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah, it is ridiculously gorgeous. It's got and me so go, excited go for from 16. Polygons to that, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. That's and how I feel. <laughs> I was dance. I was playing a little Final Fantasy VII remake the other night because I still haven't beaten it, and I was like, I want to get like my brain refreshed for this conversation. And I, as I was playing it, I'm going through the section where it's like you're just running down a tunnel 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 fight a guy tunnel and i'm like wow this is awfully linear and then i'm like that's what people shat on final fantasy 13 for being linear and i love final fantasy 13. (laughs) you become (laughs) your own enemy yeah but i know i i never cared that final fantasy 13 was linear i never cared it didn't bother me no no it doesn't bother me with seven seven. (laughs) but it's it bothers me that so many people like gave final fantasy 13 crap because it was linear when That's Final Fantasy VII is very linear. <laughs> you know, um, and, and I just want to piggyback on that. That was what I liked about Thirteen. I yeah. liked the linear story because there's so much. And it moves fast. When, when, yeah, when you have to, when you're forced to like finally go out to the open world part, 
was mm-hmm. like, no, no, give me this because there's yeah. so much. I want to get The Final Fantasy XIII like credit is it, the story moved at a really brisk pace because it was linear, and it's like you got all these amazing, beautiful cutscenes, like bang, 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 bang. And then if you play any other Final Fantasy game, you're wandering around aimlessly for 20 hours before you get a cutscene and know, oh, yeah, that's right. I had to talk to this person about that thing that I completely forgot about because I was too busy farming chocobos or whatever. Yeah, I love (laughs) open world. It's like my go to. But like I will still follow the main story until it's over because that's the whole point. Yeah. And then I'll go and do some side quests when I want. Just you know, it's like, oh, I need a little break. But I love me a linear story. Yeah, agreed. Love it. I learned about open world, real open world from Fallout Three. Mm. I put eighty hours in that, and then my PlayStation got stolen. No, <laughs> oh, it's always no. heartbreaking tears with you, Louie. Why? Because <laughs> nothing is ever happy. Life is terrible and chaos. Life sucks and then you die. Yeah, that's that's my like not wow. my motto. I, I'm very that's my mother in law's motto. I'm going to wake it up. into the fall anyway. <laughs> I wake up and I go, Good morning, day. Let's have a great one. Hi, son. Good and night. then the day goes right between everything and just lifts Again, me up. For audio listeners, Louis doing the great little pampa mining of like getting kicked in the nuts by the world. Yeah, By it's the day just crazy. existence. <laughs> Everything sucks. Anyway, <sighs> hi, I'm Louie. Let's play a game together. Just want to play with my friends. Just want to play with my friends. Yeah. So who so here is... My Twitch. I assume I know the answer, but who wants to actually play the new Final Fantasy VII game when I it comes do. out this winter? Me. Yeah, I can I actually kind of... I'm kind of reluctant until they all come out. Because I want to make sure they all come out. Because but the, the problem is, I'll play the game and then I'll forget what the fuck I just played when the next one comes out. And then I'll mm. just like, you know, there's too much of a space because they take so long. I think that's the problem with me with like Lord of the Rings movies when they came out like with so much gap between. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck happened. So, Even though they all filmed them like straight yeah. in a row. Yeah, I would rather have the whole collection and then play them. Because okay. that's why I was worried that it was going to be seven games. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because I was like, I was going to have to do all of them again to remember what happens at the end because they're changing so much. So now it's like three. I'm like, oh, I can do that. I, I would rather. I have a short attention span. So if I'm into a game, I have these short bursts of, I'm really into this. And then, you know, I want to play all of them. <laughs> that's why I, I did wonder... the collection. I can't do that because I worry that it's going to get spoiled for me before I get the chance to play it. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather mm-hmm. have this space of time between this and the next one to minimize the risk of like casually seeing a spoiler and i'm like well now i don't want to play it because now it's now the excitement's gone i just had a thought and i think this would be great i hope they i hope they're doing this uh i louis i'm sure you would appreciate this too i really hope what square enix is doing is pulling a like a matrix where they put the first game out and they're like let's see how this does and then when they saw how well it was received and they saw how well, it performs sales-wise. They're like, okay, cool, move forward with the project. And what they're doing is they're developing and making all the new games at the same time. So they have Rebirth ready, but maybe they have the third one already ready for like a year later to have it like a staggered release for like, here's Rebirth. And then guess what? Here's part three next year. I think that would be phenomenal and like really big on Square Enix's part because they've been kind of yeah rough with some of their releases lately. Okay, I'm I'm gonna like... I'm going to corroborate that. Like, if you look at it, knowing the game, 
like we do, that we played it, you know how big it is. You know mm-hmm. how small where they left off was. So there's like they, the first 10% is this first game. And you're telling me you're going to fit all this into two more games? Like, no, 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 no. You guys did something. You did something you're just not telling us because it's only been two years when you said it's going to be once every five years. There's going to be 82 of them. And they're like, nah, we're only going to have two more and it's and it's coming out next year. And then who knows what's going to happen with the other one. I think they were working on it the whole time. I think you're right. They were checking to see where it was going to go. But when they saw how well it went, they threw all their developers into it. They went, all right, everybody, we have the plan. We know exactly what we're going to do. It was, it did well, put all the money, all the backing into this one. And I think you're right. I think we're going to see a, a rebirth and then maybe a year before the next one. I think that would be the hardest right. move for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because especially what Maria is talking about, like those of us who know the game, we know what to expect. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, how are you going to do all that? Yeah. Yeah. So I am so fucking down. Yes, please. Please. Please, Square. <laughs> Don't screw me again like you did with 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm really hoping i they need i don't understand i'm sure that's a big legal thing going on but i don't get I, I don't get why final fantasy 7 is locked into playstation now and yeah but square isn't dedicated to playstation like all their other games are coming out on every other platform they're making another final fantasy 7 game on xbox and nintendo and everything so it's like but what if you play crisis core on switch and you're like i want to play more final fantasy 7 you can't work. yeah and then like you louis you you have to get a ps5 now if you want to play the next final fantasy game or you wait another year for it to come out on pc which hopefully which that's not the case either will. yeah that's what's weird and that to me is one of the uh the worst sides of like the console exclusivity deals like oh man you're boning so many people out of a good game for what like what what advantage really is there but, I mean, I guess that the console wars used to be about um, getting the because it wasn't that much. You got one or two games on either platform, so you, you could afford getting a whole new system for it. Now it's just trying to get the rights, I think. Now mm-hmm. it's really just trying to be like, no, we're exclusive. And it's like, we don't care anymore. Just give it to everybody. Let me choose what system I want to play it on, but you supply the, the, the material. I just like, it's like, I want to eat whatever slice of pizza I want on whatever plate I want. I don't want to have to know this plate is better because it's thicker. Like, I, yeah. I don't understand. What are you doing to me? It's too yeah. Many I mean, when it's, when it comes to first party, I'm fine with exclusivity. That's, that's the whole point of first party. When it comes to a third party, like square Enix, it's like, can you figure out what you're doing here? And then, uh, like, uh, the contrary, I was just thinking of to that, has slipped my brain, but I was thinking about uh, the uh, the Atlas. Now that Atlas is coming back to Xbox, so we're getting X, uh, Atlas games coming to Xbox now. We're going to finally have Persona 3, Persona 4, Persona 5, which, like, people have been like, why? <laughs> why don't we have Xbox, these? Microsoft should just buy Sony. Like, No, I don't agree with that at all. Even if that's no. just a joke, <laughs> I don't agree it with is, that. It is just a joke, I promise. That is a it's hard a no. Do not do that. I, I don't want them but to do that, started. but it's just a joke. <laughs> We need yeah. that competition. Even if you're a just doing a hot take, even if you're just trying to poke the bear, I'm going to say a hard no. 
I, I agree. I don't want them to merge. I just thought it would be funny. That was that was this that was the same reaction as when people say, "Why doesn't Disney just buy WB?" No. Or, or no. DC? Why not? Like, no, no. please. Well, that's why so many that. people had an inverse reaction to like Microsoft buying Activision. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There's that's a certain degree level. Like Microsoft is a a whole corporation, whereas Activision is just a publisher. Mm-hmm. They, there's some differences there, but we're not going to get into that now. Um, I think we've pretty much covered everything we were going to talk about tonight. We've got Louis' yeah. excitement for Final Fantasy VII, so cute. my excitement for Dragon's Dogma II. Uh, I think we're all got our varying levels of interest with The Last of Us Part One. Hype! I want to play it. I. I want to make content around it. I want to do a comparison video, but I do not want to spend seventy dollars on that game when it comes out. So I'm hoping well, I don't have to. If you have a PS5, I can probably game share it with you because I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair. Now I need a with PS5. that. <laughs> Louis will get you a PS5 one of these days. We'll, we'll make it happen. <laughs> we'll find one in the wild and catch it. It's like sending in my computer. <laughs> it's the beast, and it's dead already. <laughs> We shouldn't send you anything, Louis. Could you just keep destroying? You just break it. (laughs) I have my own little beautiful raised platform that I put there so that it could be away from everything, so it's nice in its own little area. Have you signed up for the Microsoft like place, like PS Five? Like, hey, let me know when it's my turn to get one. No, because I don't have money yet. But that's oh, that's a good point. But definitely sign up for that. It took us. We got ours. All right. I, I'm going to cut this little tangent off. Oh, yeah, you're good. Because we're going to wrap up the show. Yeah, it'll take This can months. be saved for after the show, which um, we're looking at doing potential after shows, but not yet. That'd we're getting cool. there. Uh, that reminds me, I wanted to put it out there again. If anyone is interested in helping us out or contributing to what the future of the show is, that what the new show is going to be, you know, feel free to message me or on Twitter through DMs, or you can email the podcast at thereplayerpodcast.com. Leave us those comments, those suggestions. Send us in ideas or topics that you want us to talk about on the show. Um, and you can also uh, make sure to follow all of, any of us on Twitter, especially the show, please. And thank you because we need all that support. The more support we get, the better our content becomes. When I, I, All of us here would really appreciate it. So with that, I'm your host, Dan Morris. With me, I've got Louie. I've got hey. Erica. I've got Maria. Thank you all for your wonderful conversations and discussions tonight. Louie, we're going to fight out in the back street about remakes after this. (laughs) But that's game over, folks, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. So long. I have hair, I promise. You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. <laughs> Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive. She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead.
Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. There's the water on this planet. What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew?